Welcome to another Universes Academy deck profile spotlight. Uh, this week we're going to do Shotoroki 2 off the order symbol. I've kind of taken a personal challenge um, to at least play the set two characters uh, at least for like a week. like Because we have two events uh, every week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, show you my end product. Kind of like how the deck would end I have my first draft, and then I'll play that for one event, update it, then play it for a second event, and then do some final updates, and then we will come with the final deck list. Um, obviously, no deck list is ever fully completed, but a little backstory on Sh uh, Shoto. Two, um, my buddy is going to Origins, and uh, he wanted me to like play test his deck for him just because he hadn't had a chance to, and you know, get some fresh eyes on it, which is great because if you have people who can do that, uh, it helps your testing out more and it gives you just more information from someone who has like a different perspective on the game. So it's always a good thing. So um, after going 3-0 at my locals, I went, well, first version, I went 1-1-1, one, 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 which was like a water build, which was my own build. Um, I got his build and then went 3-0 on the following locals. So... Um, a couple of cool things about Shoto. He's very aggressive. Um, he is kind of sneaky defensive sometimes because um, you can get that snap block to your hand if you need it. Um, There's a lot of times where I would I would hit with an attack and then immediately snap it back to my hand on the next turn just to have a block or uh, set myself up for another attack, an extra attack. Because um, his version didn't have a lot of card draw, inherent card draw. It did play a couple copies of Passing the Torch. And it played no calling for backup, so it was really draw dependent on it. Um, and it, our card choices were a little different, so uh, I eventually I won with it. So it's not that big of a deal, hindsight being twenty twenty. And um, I just made some additions and subtractions to what I would want in the deck. And um, yeah, this is where I ended up. So uh, Shoto, everyone knows, uh, he is a fire, order, water, uh, six hand size, 27 health. So he's a very, very standard um, character for stat wise. Um, but he has a couple once per, he's three once per turns. Uh, your attack gets plus two speed, plus two damage. Your range attack gets two stun, uh, stun two, which is really good. Um, and then once per turn, you get to become a seven hander. So if you have multiple momentum, you get to be really big. Uh, hand size. So um, we're focusing on the order. We're leveraging that stun two uh, ability uh, on our attacks. Some of our attacks do have inherent stun or ways to get pseudo speed in a way because uh, uh, all old heads know that stun kind of takes away two, away two resources. So it's kind of adding speed to the attack. So um, let me sort the attacks by difficulty and we'll go in. Uh, first off, we play Jolt. Uh, it's a staple from set one format. Everyone knows what Jolt does. It does. It, you can you play it. You at least hit for one. Yeah, you, you don't get stunned two on it, but uh, its real purpose is when it's in your momentum. Because um, when it's in your momentum, you can you can target commit anything and then snap it back with Shoto. Um, excuse me, on your rival's turn, and then you can also you know, block with it or play it again and just keep cycling it over and over again and ping your rival to death by ones, which would be inherently hilarious. 
uh, four copies of Eat My Sticky Balls. A <laughs> uh, couple things. Uh, it's a range attack, so it does get plus two, plus two. It's a, any attack, it's plus two, plus two, but it does get stunned two. Um, then adding plus two, plus two really makes this card not fun to block. So you're almost hitting for six most of the, I would say about 85% of the time, and then shoving a card into your opponent's card pool. Which, if they're not Momo or have a way to deal with that, gives all your attacks plus one speed, which is pretty good. Also has a spicy plus one high. So this is really good to swing on early turns or first, because it's usually going to hit. It's going to stuff their card pool. And then you can always have a nice one plus high plus one high block on demand. Um, yeah, it's a very, very good card. Next is four copies of uh, Half Hot Ignition. Uh, four mid four, Breaker, Fury, Ranged. It can get stunned too, which is great. It can become a six mid six. Uh, you can play the Fire Enhanced to... Discard top card of your deck, minus one speed, plus two damage. Very good, very good. Um, especially if you're able to add some defrostings to the speed or add the damage. or do, If you can mess with the speed, make it more than printed, drop it, get more damage, always good. Uh, also, this is another card that just says, hey, man, we're going to hit you for one at least. And then we're going to be able to snap back a breaker block, which is awesome. Having a breaker block on demand and we're not playing like an ice. We're not playing water, so we can't play ice storm. Um so and we don't have you know we're not playing that symbol so um we're not playing the giant ice wall yeah giant ice wall um so no breaker one high block but this does give us a nice breaker one mid block and your kill card for the most part 1.3 million volts no introductions needed for this card this card just kills people uh giving it stun two so you're going stun one stun two stun two <laughs> stun two you add plus two plus two to it five low seven and then you get to basically commit another foundation for committing a foundation so you're already adding four damage it's a five low 11 that chunks people down it's just it's insane how big this card can get in shoto i was i had my highest one was like 14 damage um against a seven hander it was great um i don't remember if it hit though but it was really big so it was cool and as plus two low, so it's always nice having a nice block spread on all of our attacks, especially especially since we can snap one card back um, once per turn for a block or set up our next turn. Searing Glacial Storm at a three of, uh, plus one mid block, two high for six, range, stun two, great. So we can add stun two to it if we need to, uh, plus two, plus two obviously. Order first enhance, so our character has to have order, which we do. Uh, both players remove foundations in their stage until each have five. End this enhanced step. So what's great is, since it's your effect, you can choose your opponent to remove their foundations first before you even touch yours. So this is really our deadlock hate, since order is... We're not playing grasping, <laughs> grasping tape toss. So we really need to have some sort of deadlock hate, and this card does it. So we... We play this on our, our our first card. We first enhance. We chunk their board down to five. We play another attack. We give it stun two. If it has stun, that's great. We nuke half their board down. Give our attacks plus two, plus two. We just go to town and just, you know, kill them. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, 3x Cinder Convection, plus one high block, three mid five. Charge, powerful three, range, stun. So it can get stun two. So we, we have stun three. But if we have a momentum, it becomes like stun five, powerful four. That usually doesn't come into play because I usually snap momentum into my hand real fast because I love doing that because it's great having extra cards in hand when you need them. 
Um, but also, if this attack is now blocked, both players lose two health. So if you're in a tie with your opponent to where if they're at seven and you're at two, and for some reason they don't block it, you burn them first and win because you choose which effect, you choose which player, you know, die, basically lose the two health. Uh, we play one action. We play Blood Curdle. It's a great card. Rem uh, remove, commit one foundation. Commit your rival's character. Uh, there's a lot of characters like Eraserhead, Nomu, uh, the Mirror Match, Mineta 2, Froppy. Oh, I guess Froppy doesn't really matter because she'll just flip and ready. Um, Momo. Midoriya 1, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few other. Oh, Ida 1 would be a really good one to do this again. Same thing with Ida 2. Um, yeah. Um, so you might be able to go in and if you take away your opponent's defensive options on their character, they're usually kind of stuck a bit. So um, also, this also punishes re-readying cards. So remove after your rivals, ready a foundation during the combat phase, commit it draw a card so it cycles itself which is always good so it's never a dead card in hand uh moving to zero diffs we got four requests and assistance just remember to use this before you snap momentum to your hand boys that's it nothing nothing new about that gotcha another staple from set one um if it's committed during the enhanced step plus one minus one speed so it's anti-stun which is great because we don't have a whole lot of that and then also if we're we get some speed on you know indiscriminate shock but hey man that plus one speed sometimes makes or breaks the difference uh 3x desperate times we're going to punish our opponents for drawing cards uh there's a uh set one format was defined um in my opinion by drawing the cards while attacking and drawing cards whenever you play a card um being able to cantrip and keep your hand size up in set one format was a big deal like the all might three decks any decks that was uh, anything that played passing the torch you know uh just being able to keep your hand size up and keep continuing putting pressure on or defending was always a premium so this allows us to uh, set up some committals so it's a little more um they have to commit a th commit something and then you can go back and stun them indiscriminate shot gets bigger it's a good thing bonds of friendship plus one high one six minus three to fury it's a staple from set one as well. Um, I don't know how well the Fury lineup is going to do in set two, but having a six check while you're playing nine five diffs is good. Plus that plus one high is always going to be nice. Self-sacrifice, another staple from set one. One five plus one low, destroy foundation, get plus one or minus one damage. So we kind of do have some DR in the deck and it allows us to stay out of deadlock, um, which is kind of nice. And it just pumps up our damage. Sometimes that incremental one will call, uh, will, um, when it's the game, which is really good. Uh, 3x calling for backup. Uh, usually, you flip this to draw a card. Um, if you need to cycle a card, you can cycle a card. Um, more often than not, you're just going to flip it to draw a card, blow it up to self-commit something, blow up self-sacrifice, lay some more foundations. Um, uh, my buddy's build did not have this. I think he said he couldn't find the space. Um, but I ended up making some deck changes for my version so uh, to fit it in because I believe that having an extra card draw, always good. 3x Ice Gliding, uh, minus two speed on defense, block, it just rolls right over, which is great. Same thing with the same thing with the speed buff. So if you're trying to kill, kill someone, they plus ultra block you or whatever, or say they make a really good check on a six, 
you know, have a release or whatever, you get plus one. So it rolls over, um, makes your attack just a little bit faster, which is always good. Fruit of our labors, <laughs> some deadlock punish, uh, a low block on a 1-5. Also, it helps us clear our card pool on rival's turns. So playing against a, a water clog or if we need to pitch some blocks, you know, um, comes in handy. A 1x right now. Uh, may, uh, we do have some in the side, so if we do go against a water clog, it, those come immediately right in. Plus, the low block's really good against water. Ice storm, giant ice wall, tongue whip, you know, so you're covered there. 3x passing the torch, draw a million cards. It's the name of the game, man. You draw. You, we draw a bunch of cards. We add, we add attacks for momentum. Why not draw more cards? Drawing cards is great. Uh, three, creepy realization. This card is fantastic for against string decks. Um, or say you're able to sticky ball, sticky balls, indiscriminate shock or whatever, whatever you just add damage or take away. So it's really nice to have some extra DR on board. Three heroic lineage. Um, you, if you're say, uh, you, you plus two, plus two, your attack. So why not get an additional plus two, especially if it's not a kill. So, you know, it could make or break a turn. Also, the defense comes in a pinch. Uh, if you need to, you could self-sack your opponent's attack, give it a damage, minus three, speed it, block it. Um, so it could come in handy if you do need it. Uh, one of our our third 4X foundation, making a stand, 2-5, plus three, low. Uh, enhanced flip, your rival discards a momentum, which is great because you don't want your opponent to add momentum back to their hand. So you want to be able to clear their momentum so you can add momentum and plus on them. And enhance for free, you get a free damage. I'm not complaining. That's a great, great effect. Plus one damage. It could make or break the odd to even number on half blocking and get your win that much faster. Uh, 2x final exam failures. Uh, 2-5 plus 2 high. Uh, enhance your attack. Flip. Your rival makes check against a 6. If they fail, they destroy a ready foundation. More often than not, you're flipping this to make them commit one foundation. Or more if they check a 3. Um... So it's usually pseudo stun, which is kind of cool because uh, it gets around. Uh, it can't be fixed because you're not, they have to pass the check. So it's committing foundations due to a check, not a stun ability or a committal ability. Um, it's really nice at a 2X. I didn't own these. I only own one copy. I was not able to play this in the version I played at locals. So I couldn't really, I can't really give you hard data on if it's worth playing at all. But flipping, having them commit foundations, say you commit this to pass a check, blow it up, self-sacrifice, you know. Uh, self-sacrifice allows to allows us to have any of our face-down cards say this attack. This attack gets plus one or minus one. And it keeps us out of deadlock, which is great. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, defrosting at a 2x. That's uh, a 3-5 plus 2 mid. Enhance once per turn. Discard the top card of our deck. Choose one of the following effects. 2 speed, minus 1 damage, or minus 1 speed, plus 2 damage. Incremental speed, uh, getting plus two, minus one can save us on a turn. And minus speed, plus two damage could also save us on a turn. So it's really nice to have offensive and defensive capabilities um, on a card like this. Uh, I just wish it was twice per turn because I'm greedy. Yeah, super greedy. I really like this card a lot. Um, again, it doesn't make or break your deck. Um, it's just really, when you have it, it feels really nice. And when you don't have it, it doesn't feel bad. It's just, just extra. It's always nice to have that 
you know, that hot sauce on the taco, you know, or, or the buffalo sauce on your chicken wings, like the extra sauce like you dip it in. You don't need it, but it's nice if you have it. Uh, moving over to the sideboard, uh, we got three copies of Fruit of Our Labors. Obviously, this is more Deadlock Punish, uh, more Water Clog Punish. Uh, and in say we are blocking a lot in a turn, or our opponent is really uh, chain attacking, and we need to chain block, we just add more of these in. Uh, one short circuit, <laughs> damage reset's nice. I would have loved to get one of these in the main board uh, for a 2x, but I'm trying to keep the deck at a tight 60. I know I say tight when minimum is 50, but um, I have a feeling that the format's going to uh, lend itself to um, thicker decks. I think I think we're going to see 60, like 57, 60, 62, 63 as the norm. Uh, since now we have better card quality um, on in a lot of cards that the, people are going to want to play them. Uh, to fulfill my duty, uh, staple from set one, defensive piece. Um, let's say that um, we just plus two, plus two something, and our opponent's holding back a card to see what else we do. We just end the enhanced step and just send it. Um, it could also be used offensively just to, you know, uh, prove a point. Um, three, uh, two copies of compressed ultra weights. Um, this sticks attacks into our opponent's card pool. So um, it won't clear during the turn, I believe. Yep, during the combat phase. So it can't clear. Also, we can tap down um, if we hit someone and they have an important foundation. They have, uh, you know, uh, have, you know, we choose a committed rival foundation. They can't ready it while this card's committed. So basically it just sticks. It just freezes it a little bit, which is nice. And we side two more blood curdles because blood curdles really good. And I really think that's going to be not like a meta defining card, but it's definitely going to be, we had the plus ultra format is what I call set one. I believe this is going to be the blood curdle format in set two. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, the deck is a tight 60, uh, 17 high blocks, 17 low blocks. And let me change my stats and let me see. Whoop, I'll roll up. You uh, will see some bad stuff in 26. So 26 mids, uh, deck stability of a 1.88. Um, this, like I said, this is the third, this is the second version of my Shoto. Um, my first Shoto was water, but then I tried my buddy's version and then changed it over to water. I think I just played on, I like it on order a lot. Um, has a lot of stun, has some really good defensive pieces. It's very, for a lack of a better term, balanced, which is a really bad pun, but, um, sorry, JT, if you watch our content. Um, so that's pretty much it guys. Uh, let me know what you think about the deck in the comments below. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, uh, hit the bell for notification buttons, help out UA, uh, Academy, uh, universes Academy podcast. Uh, I think with these coming out, I'm going to try to get one of these out once a week, um, each with a different character. So, uh, as the season goes on and, and, um, we'll have the podcast one day later in the week, the deck profile will come out. Uh, we're not sticking to a really hard schedule on the deck profiles. It's just whenever I feel um, inspired to do one, but I'm going to try to keep up on it. Uh, so I'm going to try to film them on Sundays and then uh, time permitting, and then we'll move on from there. Um, so yeah, so next week, I think I'm going to be playing Monoma off of life is my first build. So if I don't like that, I'll probably swap to good because I have some really neat ideas with him and Swift and Nimble. Oh, small and limber. Yeah, small and limber. Swift and Nimble, it's the same thing yeah uh, but other than that y'all have a good week and we'll talk to you later on the next one have a good night